Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, the 2024 Ford Escape redesign. Iron Man is building cars to give away and a stop-drive recall for some Dodge Ram pickup trucks. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim DePasquale, a poster to the stars. Tim, how you doing? I'm fine today, Bud. How are you? You're fine today, I'm Bud. I'm good. I'm good. You know what's going on right now? No. What? Summer sizzle, and they're not kidding, uh, at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta, SCCA Racing. Uh, it is a good chance to get up close to amateur and semi-pro racers and maybe help them out and maybe uh, get on a team or learn a little bit more about building your own car and going to road right, on right. because it can be as expensive or less expensive as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But you can learn from some of the folks there. They're just like you and me and... You know, sure. having fun. Uh, having a good time. Next week, the 28th and the 30th, is the World Racing League, powered by Haggerty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be on track, so wear your scun- sunscreen and stay hydrated. Yeah, make sure. Yeah. Wherever you are. Right, right. So, Bud. Yes, sir. Have you been putting some miles on your new Mach 1? Uh, not a whole lot. The uh, We've been traveling a little bit with the Escape, mm-hmm. and uh, probably the most miles I've put on the Mach 1 recently were from the garage to the shop, which... <laughs> walking or driving it out of the garage putting it in the shop on the lift because i wanted to check it over um i hadn't had a chance to have it up on the lift since i bought it really and and take a look at everything it's pretty pretty cool all the different coolers and brake ducting and Mm -hmm. they they took stuff from the gt350 and stuff from the gt500 and combined it into the mach 1 and there's some pretty cool stuff under the car okay so i i was doing that one of the things i did do and this has driven me nuts i know it's a short drive Mm mm-hmm Ford has been putting prop rods on Mustangs since the 1980s. Right. They used to have hood hinges like mm-hmm. every other car. Then we went to this lightweight stuff, yeah. and the hood hinges were so strong it would bend the hoods. Mm-hmm. So Ford said, okay, we won't put hood hinges on anymore the, with the springs and stuff on them. We'll just put a prop rod there. Right. Like, you know, like you sawed off a broomstick and mm-hmm. shoved it, you know. So they probably saved five pounds doing that, right? Maybe more. Maybe. I don't know. So I bought some, here's the irony, Ford makes a high performance, Ford performance parts make struts mm-hmm. for the hood of a Mustang. Okay. And they are literally a bolt-on. Really? You take one, one nut, one bolt out of the, the hood hinge and reuse that bolt to fasten the bracket, and then they give you a couple of, um, they're like nut certs. They're welded on a plate that you mm-hmm. put into a certain place on the fender. Right. They slip right in. You turn them up uh, well, 90 that... degrees and tighten it up, and it's the other bracket. Why the heck wouldn't they just put it on when they built the car? Why? Why? And, and how do you figure out that it's available as an aftermarket, or it is a Ford part, but how do you find out that it's available as a add-on? Uh, I went to a, a Ford place that specializes in performance stuff and started looking up 
you know, stuff. Mm. And there it was. How about? <laughs> and they're about eighty bucks, really, for the for the pair. So how much is a chrome-plated broomstick? I don't know. If you want, these to aren't chrome-plated though. These are black. They just say when they well, have. They're laser saying, etched. They'd say. If you were going to put a broomstick instead, you'd probably want to chrome-plate it. You think so? <laughs> and where do you where do you put a chrome? How do you stick that under the hood? But anyway, <laughs> if you've worked on a car with a prop rod, and mm-hmm. I have many, many, yeah, many, many times, right. how many times you knock the hood down on yourself? Well, none. None. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you I have, have yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they've gotten pretty fancy now with the top right. of it where it hooks in. But before they got all fancy-dancy with them, right. yeah, I've, I've turned around and knocked my glasses off on the When you got your whole rod. body in the car yeah, and, and you're, you're trying to do knock stuff. it off with your ankle. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I put them on, and then I put some J&L oil separators. J&L is a company out of Virginia, mm-hmm. and they make oil separators. And what the oil separator does, they make them for Ford, Chevrolet, and, and other cars. You can go to their website. And you know, I just, it's a high-quality part. It's all billet. It's a little canister. Mm-hmm. It would look about the size of a master cylinder on a motorcycle. Okay. Two hoses going into it. Mm-hmm. That One comes from each valve cover, like our PCV valves used to do. Yeah. And what it does is these overhead cam engines especially have a lot of oil vapor up in the uh, valve covers, mm-hmm. and they feed that right back into your throttle body. So you're burning, you're burning the, the, the mist that was under your valve covers is being burned into your engine, which cokes on your valves. And over time, you know, it leads to other problems, especially on direct injected engines, mm-hmm. because direct injection engines mm-hmm. take special oil. And uh, all our cars, for the most part now, are direct injection or direct injection and port injected at the same time. So, long story short, you put these on, one on each valve cover. They're made to, to go on just like the, the factory hoses did. And every oil change, you can unscrew the canister and drain the tablespoon or so of oil out of it. Wow. Doesn't sound like much, but no, over the but life over of the time. car. So is that what... Uh results if you don't have that if the, is that what results in carbon deposits mm-hmm. on the valves on your newer stuff yeah wow so go bud go so jnl um, jnl and i mm. called and actually <clears throat> talked to people that knew what the heck they were talking about because i had a question about mm-hmm. um, my particular vehicle because it's not a gt350 it uses a different intake manifold i wanted to make sure that it would fit the different intake manifold being off the gt350 Anyway, wow. they knew what they were talking about. I go. did a little Freudian slip last week. Bill, do you know what a Freudian slip is? Yes, what Sigmund used to wear under his frock coat. Oh, no. I don't. Uh, I'm sorry I asked. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, good golly. During my review of the 2023 Cadillac Lyric last week, mm. I mentioned that the first service visit <clears throat> was complimentary. Then okay. I went on to say... Your first oil change and filter, and I, then I got to thinking, well, wait a minute, it doesn't mm-hmm. have, it doesn't have, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't have an engine, it doesn't have the oil and filter. Right. So I, I trotted over to Cadillac this week and talked to the mechanics. I said, what do you do when somebody brings in their Lyric for the complimentary visit? He says, we check all the fluids, we rotate the tires, and uh, you know, we take a look at the tire wear and the brakes and stuff like that because I don't know when your first visit is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a mileage thing on it. And he says, beyond that, there's not really a lot to do. He says, there is transmission fluid in these cars. Oh, there is. That we can change at a, at a high interval, like it was 70 or 80,000 miles. It's, what it is is it's, it's a transmission case. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it could just be a, a, 
a gear case for all I know, because I've, I think they just reversed the voltage on the motor to make it go backwards. Right. But it has to do it through a, a set of gears anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if you hit buy a Cadillac Lyric, uh, you don't have to worry too much about it, or anything else electric for that for that matter. So. Wow. We had a discussion last week. Do you remember about overheating issues? Right. Uh, I was talking about being at the racetrack and and seeing some weird thing that was going on. And uh, so we had a listener write in, or not write in, call, uh, message us on the Facebook page Mm -hmm. and said, uh, why do we pressurize cooling systems? Do you know why? No, I do not know why. Well, one of the reasons we pressurize cooling systems is that water boils at 212 degrees. Mm -hmm. Most of our cars now run at 200 or 210 or 220 in order to make the computer work and all that stuff. And uh, by raising, by pressurizing the system, every pound of pressure raises the boiling point of the coolant by three degrees. So if you've got a 15-pound cap on there, you've just increased the boiling point to 257 degrees. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Okay. That's why it's so important not to take off the cap if the car is hot. Because you instantly reduce the boiling point down to 212, and that's when it spews all over you. Oh, right. okay. Need a new radiator cap for your classic muscle car? Where are you going? Well, you're going to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast. So that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links and hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience, or go to your favorite podcast site and listen to it anytime you want. Absolutely. Restoring American performance, Year One. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. So, Tim, it's time for Ford News and Rumors with none other than Aaron Hughes, Green Ford here in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, Aaron, welcome back into the... Bud Scratch. Hey, gentlemen. Gentlemen. I love it when you come in and call yeah. us gentlemen. Before before we get into some of the local stuff, I want to talk about the national news. Uh, the okay. three of us, Bill, myself, and Tim, uh, got a 2.5 engine safety recall that affects uh, affects our vehicles. Uh, that that engine's used in a lot of different things. We all have hybrids here at the at the shop, yep. and uh, tell me a little bit about what's behind it now, but now that you've had a little time to digest it. Well, what I'm noticing uh, with it is it's a, the recall is, is affected by the actual internal combustion engine itself, which is not a turbocharged engine, so right. it, it has to do with uh, oil, uh, it has to do with a, an engine failure that, that gets oil on the hot parts of the engine and, and could create a, a fire-type situation or something like that. Which my thought is, if oil is coming out of your engine, you may have a bigger problem than that. Is my experience with well, the, the, I when parts e- are coming out of engines. I should explain though that the entire bottom of the engine on yeah. the on these vehicles is completely encased in a um, insulated type yeah. aluminum pan. Right. So you got to when you're changing the oil, you got to take out some clips and about 10, 10 bolts and 
drop that in order to get at the oil filter. Yeah, a lot of the hybrid and all the electric vehicles, and really a lot of the vehicles on the road now, have uh, various pans and and covers and things underneath them to help with the airflow and help fuel mileage on just about every vehicle. But uh, I think one of the problems with that would be a situation like this, where, you know, now you you can't get, the the fluids can't leave uh, you know, just drop on the ground like it would in our old cars. And you, know? you might not notice it. And you might not notice it. And uh, yeah, and one thing that, that is nice is because it is a normally or naturally aspirated engine is uh, you don't have to worry about all the hot turbo components and things like Correct. that. Yeah. But yeah, apparently they have had some issues with them. Well, you know, the recall is on over 125,000 vehicles and they've yeah. had 25 or 26 Exactly. That actually had the problem in three since the fix was done. Right. So you don't know what conditions these. This is this is worldwide. You don't know what yeah. conditions these things are in, or yeah, or if they're all yeah, if they're rusted and yeah, and have had uh, other other kind of issues. Right. right. Uh, I don't think Ford it, is always very very quick to uh, issue recalls and um, you know make sure that they don't have issues. They they try very very hard. Um, sometimes I, I'm amazed at some of the recalls I see because I'm like. Uh, I mean, recently we saw a uh, uh, on a new vehicle uh, a backup camera recall, and, and on my side of things, I'm looking at it, and it says it's a stop sale recall. I cannot sell this vehicle because it has a backup camera that may have a problem. Now, the vehicle itself has no issues at all whatsoever. The backup camera, there's no issue, but it has a recall on it, and it's a stop sale. And I'm thinking about all the vehicles I've owned in my days that didn't have a backup camera. We had a, well, they used to have this thing called rear view mirrors that we used when we were backing up. But so I'm not able to sell this vehicle because it has a backup camera recall. Things like that, I think Ford is so quick to be, uh, preemptive and, and make sure they don't have any problems. Um, and I'm sure it's because it's such a large, large company and, and you know, there's so many legal legal yeah. liabilities and in, ins and outs. Uh, I think that's kind of the issue there. But I'm with you on the backup camera. Yeah, the backup I mean, camera thing blows my one, mind. You know? Blows my mind. I just uh. don't understand. <laughs> you can't sell the car. The backup camera may not work, but okay. Yeah. Or, or not even that it doesn't work, that they've had some that had problems. Well, it's like this. They, they say that this engine recall, going back a little bit here, was because they were having a problem with some oil pan sealing, and uh, it could cause a loss of oil, which causes your engine to fail. And then, then I, I heard that, uh, or I didn't hear, I did some research on it, that they had some crankshaft grinding problems, that uh, the cranks weren't finished properly, and that leads to bearing failures, and that leads to an engine giving up. Yeah. But with this pan underneath it and the fact that it's a hybrid, this thing could this thing could could blow up and you not I don't know how you wouldn't know, but it could it could blow up and go right into hybrid mode and you'd be running off the battery going down the highway. Huh. Fan in the fire, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I saw a uh, I was actually behind an accident the other day and it was a uh, a Range Rover and it was just a what looked like a minor fender bender, but it ignited the engine, and I mean, it melted the tires off the car. They had oh, yeah, three, yeah. they had ladder trucks stuff, and yeah. everything else, and it was a, another situation. It was a hybrid vehicle, um, so yes, I mean, it melted it to the ground. So yeah. wow, 
And, and they else. had, uh, I know they had some problems with the three-cylinder, uh, which was in the C-Max. Is that the correct vehicle, that little? Yeah, they, they've put some, they have a couple different three-cylinder motors, but yeah, they, they, they did were, have it in the C-Max. And they were having a problem with fuel ago. injectors that were, uh, one particular fuel injector on the engine mm -hmm. that was being stressed or whatever, the way it was mounted in the engine, and it was cracking. Now, if you yeah. get fuel fumes under high pressure, in your engine compartment, you're going to run into issues too. There's no right. doubt about it. And accidents will cause that. Yeah, that's a right. A lot of too. times, you that's know, exactly that's right. all pressurized and everything's yeah. hot. And you got a hot turbo there. And yep. you, that's you, right. Yeah. Well, we just yeah, got And I think the, the more complicated they get, the more, uh, you know, emissions things we have, it's like old catalytic converters. Yep. I, mean, I mean, you can have problems with those. And the whole point of that is to help emissions. And, and it ends up hurting, hurting a lot of things. Okay. Now you got a new Ranger coming out for 20. 24. 24 Ranger, yeah. And uh, it's got some really strong engine choices. Uh, tell us a little bit they about that. Do. It looks a little more truckish than the, the present Ranger. Yeah, well, uh, you know, one of the articles we're looking at here has some of the Baja information and that sort of thing on them. But but, but the big the big deal is they're going to offer the a V6 engine. A and Raptor, a, yeah. A, a, and the Raptor, you're going to have the, the, the V6, which I mean, people are going to love that. Uh, turbo, turbocharged engines is going to have tons of horsepower, over 400 horsepower. Yeah, and over... Um, in a little bitty truck, so and it's... And a lot of it's torque. outstanding. Oh, I'm very excited about it. I, I love the Ranger but anyway. The, it I looks it's cool, a great too. Truck. Yeah, it it's got cool. a cool look Jacked to it. Jacked up and squared it, off. It yep. looks cool. It's a good-looking truck, and it has, you know, it's a little wider, has a little more suspension travel, um, like like the uh, F-150 Raptors do as well. Um, it's It's... it's a neat vehicle. How's how's the Maverick doing nationwide? I see I see you've got a lot of Mavericks, you know, here in Georgia. We, we do. I've got several on the lot now. Um, finally, I have a few for sale. Since the Maverick came out, I have never had one that was for sale as far as from an inventory standpoint. They've always been ordered for somebody. If we did have it to sell, it was always one that somebody backed out of the order. And right now, I finally have a couple on the lot, but it's taken, but now what, two years. So it's yeah. taken two years before we've actually had any on the lot um, you know we're looking forward to I know the new Mustangs have started shipping uh, the 24 Mustangs we haven't seen one of those yet but we're pretty excited about those as well that's going to be a cool vehicle are we in the third quarter of the year yet and what does that mean for buyers uh, as far as uh, right now, you've got a lot of the new vehicles are starting to come out. So, um, you know, you've got the new Mustangs are about to start hitting the ground. Uh, the order banks opened uh, very recently on the new Mavericks and the new Super Duties. Um, so a lot of really good deals on trucks for third quarter right now. F-150s, F-250s, 350s. Um, you're going to see a lot of that. Some some great new leasing programs in the southern market here in the southeastern area. Ford is uh, finally putting out some good leasing programs and actually some, some that are on, on trucks, not just SUVs, which, uh, which is unusual. Ford usually stays away from that. That's, that's pretty neat to watch. How's used car inventory looking? Used car inventory is much better because new car inventory is better. So as long as you've got new cars, you've got people trading for used cars, it's definitely uh, been great and, and all different makes and models. I'm loving them. So, Aaron, leases on EV stuff, is that the up-and-coming thing now? There are some, some leasing programs on those. Generally, the best time to lease would be either when a new model comes out or first quarter of the year. So a lot of the leasing programs, because you're further along in the life of the vehicle, so all leasing is based on what the vehicle value is at the end of the lease, so the car is, is further along, almost a year along. A lot of times. So the best time to lease is either going to be fourth quarter if it's a brand new car or first quarter overall. How can folks learn more? 
Oh, give us a call at uh, Green Ford here in Gainesville, Georgia, 770-532-5620, or check out greenford.net, or just come see us at Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville, Georgia. Aaron Hughes, Green Ford, Gainesville, Georgia. Thanks for taking the time to be with us here, Bud Scratch. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, brought to you by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. From first responders to daily drivers, the parts, tires, and repairs for what our town drives. Robert Downey Jr. He now has a TV show called Downey's Dream Cars, saving the planet one eco-mod at a time. Yeah, very interesting. I added that in, the one eco-mod at a time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we talked about this probably two months ago when this whole thing, you know, came about and right. they were discussing it. Um, and some of the things he asked in the, you know, the the article that we've got is uh, he considered whether cars have a soul and whether the engine is the soul and if he's putting an electric drive. What he's doing with cars, let me back up and explain. What he's doing with cars, he's taking muscle cars that we've all grown up with, and, and some eclectic stuff, not, mm-hmm. not all muscle cars. And he's putting electric drive units in them from a, a particular company. We've talked to uh, Andy and Pooja about this this company before. These electric drive units can get as high as, you know, 60 to 80 grand right. to put into a car. Mm-hmm. But he's taken a pretty eclectic, eclectic cl- uh, collection of cars to put these into, and then he's going he's gonna to raffle these cars off. Right. To the, just you or me. Mm-hmm. And you can buy a ticket that's, uh, you know, anywhere from $10 for, uh, to, you can get 85 entries for $5,000 into this raffle thing. Right. But the cool thing about it is he took, he took a Corvette, 67 Corvette, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Volkswagen bus. Right. A Riviera. Yeah. And a 4x4 Chevrolet pickup truck. And they all look cool. And they all look cool. And, uh, you know, I think it's uh, what he's doing here as far as raffling them off so they're not going to Barrett-Jackson and, and you know, for n- nothing wrong with Barrett-Jackson, but they're not going for huge, huge sums of money. It may raise right. more money this way for his particular uh, benefit called the Footprint Coalition. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that maybe he isn't on to something here because... You know, collector car guy, not collector car guys. Let's say hot rod guys. Yeah. Okay. They may just want to. These are cars we go out with to cruise-ins and stuff like that. We don't necessarily need long-range vehicles and stuff to do this with, because a lot of the hot rods that we have out there aren't good long-range cars anyway. No. No. Uh, you no. know, you put a blower on them and turbos and all this stuff. Right. And they're they're fun to get out and and play with, but mm-hmm. you, know, you can't drive them on long trips because they're not made for that. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have 600 horsepower to r- ride over to the Sonic, no. to, you know, <laughs> yeah. for a cruise in. Uh, but 
I mean, they look cool, but it is a lot more practical to have something with an electric motor that is very easy to drive. And, and zero maintenance for the most right. part, especially in this use. Mm-hmm. You can come home and plug it back in. and You know, like a Buick Riviera? Yeah, I know they had the nail head engine back in them, you know, in the 401 back in the day or the 455 yeah. or whatever. But that's just a, a luxurious car. Sure. And I think making it no, more luxurious is like that Cadillac I drove a few weeks ago. You know, there's no sound in it. Right. Then you put in a killer stereo system. and Oh, now you really got something. Now you got something cooking. And as far as uh, vehicles having a soul, I do believe that the vehicle becomes an extension of the person that you are, whoever the person who owns the vehicle. Yeah, I think the soul thing is kind of, is, is kind of uh, relates to me as being a memory thing. You know, mm-hmm. when you relate to the car, you know, how... I've never talked to a person yet. I was talking to a secretary yesterday, and uh, her husband is a car person, and so is she. Mm -hmm. But I said to her, you know, I've never talked to anybody that didn't have a car story. Right. Just bring it up, either your grandpa's car or your Mm -hmm. your uncle's car or your friend's car or your own car. You know, everybody's got a car story. Sure. So this is Robert Downey's car story. We'll see how it is. I haven't caught the show yet. It's on... uh, it's on something called Max. I think that's uh, HBO Max or something, and uh, you probably have to subscribe to it. But we'll figure I, a way to we'll yeah. figure out a way to get it off. I have to get my grandkids over there to turn the TV on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever engine type that you have in your car, though, I can tell you this: Complete Auto Parts has the proper fluids and lubricants to keep it running for a long time. They have specials going on on oil change packages, all the different types of antifreeze, and there's a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, standard blended and full synthetic oils right and three locations throughout northeast georgia and they would be in cornelia clarksville and gainesville Gaines, you did that good wow yeah and that was like on the spot on too. The spot. you just pointed at me and i'm like oh holy family cow. owned and locally operated um you know great folks to deal with get your parts at and i like the fact that they deal to the the pros and the do-it-yourselfers mm-hmm. they even have tools for do-it-yourselfers right that aren't the the real expensive tools. Yes. So, and there's there's a difference. I get a, I want to give a shout out to a, a fellow that I've never met, uh, Bob McMullen. Now Bob lives in Texas. Found him on the internet because I was restoring this Mustang that I've been working on, mm-hmm. and he was one of the places that what caught my eye was he offers an amp meter conversion to a voltmeter. Most cars don't have amp meters in them anymore because it's, it's not relevant to mm-hmm. to you know, the way we drive or the things we think of here. We have such high amperage alternators and stuff in our cars right now with all the electronic stuff. It's more relevant to have a voltage gauge. Okay. So he does a conversion to take your ammeter to a voltage gauge. You still you still use the scale of the ammeter, but it's converted to, you just know that it's voltage. Mm-hmm. And he did the oil pressure gauge, and I think it was a temp gauge. We're in the, the gauge cluster, the rally cluster, they call this in the center of the dash. What is the ammeter? What what does it am? No amperage is what it means. Oh, amperage. I don't know why it's not an amp meter. Yeah, why? Is, I don't know. I, I, it's one of those. I am an amp meter. Why why is an engine mount a, a you know a motor mount? Yeah, I don't there, know. There you There's, go. Here we go. Here we go again. More useless questions. But anyway, back to Rocket Man's classic Cougars. This, right. This would be Rob McMullen. Um, if you're looking for somebody to help you. Rebuild your your factory gauges. Mm-hmm. Recalibrate them. Okay. This is your guy. He's the guy. And he's out of uh, oh, what's the name of the, the town? 
Goldwaith, Goldwaith, Texas. Well, now it says here Rocket Man's classic Cougars, but he'll do any kind. I believe he stays with the he Ford sticks stuff. with Ford stuff. Okay. Yeah, because it, I remember when I first talked to him, it seems to me that he's got some of the old machines that they used to have to calibrate the the gauges and stuff at the factory or or at the repair shops, mm-hmm. and he stays with that stuff because he can do it. Now, when he did a clock for me, he uh, the clock was shot, so he put in a quartz movement that is battery operated. It comes to you with a uh, small uh, AAA, AA battery in it. Yeah. And then you, as soon as you plug it into the 12-volt system, takes the that battery out of out of the circuit, and it becomes a 12-volt clock. Wow. So it's cool stuff. And it's not real super-duper expensive. Right. Some of this stuff can get a little pricey. And he, and oh, yeah. He, he does what he says he's going to do, and he calls you back, and what a, wow. what a concept. Holy, you know? holy cow. Check them out Good. if you get a chance. Favorite snacks across the USA. Speaking of Texas, is this a big surprise to you? <laughs> chips and salsa? Chips and salsa. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what I would have expected. You know what I love on chips? Hmm. I, Jan has gotten these multi-grain chips somewhere. They're, yeah. they're like uh, those scoops, mm-hmm. and they're multi-grain. I really like the taste of those. Mm-hmm. But in the cooler weather, if you got a little bowl of chili, oh. and you just yeah. scoop it with the chips right. and... Oh, boy. Good stuff, good stuff. Tennessee. Uh, I was thinking about Tennessee because, uh, why was I thinking about Tennessee? It'll come to me, but Tennessee has got the goo-goo clusters. Uh-huh. You ever had a goo-goo cluster? I don't know what a goo-goo cluster is. It's, it looks like a mess to me. Mm-hmm. It's uh, marshmallow and and the chocolate and, yeah, it's... Yeah, it'd be hard to eat while you're driving and not make a mess. I would think so. Steering wheel. Missouri, though. Missouri. Toasted ravioli. Now, I've had fried ravioli. I have fried ravioli myself, actually. Yeah. 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 But I've You know never how had... toasted raviolis came? I, I, Something to do with, if I, can, if I can find it in all our junk here, where are we at? Missouri? It mm-hmm. had to do with an inebriated chef. Here we go. Uh, St. Louis chef dropped ravioli in the fryer and thought to salvage them with a sprinkle of Parmesan. Okay. Wow. See how crazy Just that is? Fry it and put Parmesan on mm-hmm. it, and you, you got the state's uh, favorite snack. Right. You know what you call a single ravioli? What? A raviolo. I had no idea. I didn't even know you were Italian, Bill. I'm not. I'm a trivia guy. Well, a raviolo. Really? Raviolo. Same with a spaghetti. Spaghetto is a single But spaghetti. I have never seen a single raviolo. They're always in groups. <laughs> Gangs. Gangs, yeah. <laughs> We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Where the pros and the folks who know go for parts, tires, and service. Okay, this one's got me a little flabbergasted, I guess. Really? We were talking with Aaron earlier about about recalls on the mm-hmm. 2.5 engine. That that's, right. that's fairly new stuff. Dodge has mm-hmm. issued a recall on the 2003 Dodge Ram for airbag explosions. Right. Not necessarily caused by crashes, but caused by heat and humidity. Mm-hmm. That, that truck was made 20 years ago. Right. When, when does this stop? When, when does, does it stop? You know, on the Mercedes cars, they tell you, if you look it up, that the airbags are only good for 20 years, and then they should be replaced. 
but where are you going to get replacement airbags at? You know, the, the question I have, bud. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, I'm reading your mind. Go ahead. At what point do we take them out? Do we just take them out and we rely on our three-point harnesses on a 20-year-old vehicle rather than risk death by an errant uh, airbag explosion? Yeah. Well, and and I'm thinking, okay, if you want to take the airbags out, let me me go back a little bit. If you want to take the airbags out of your car, put in a four... A four-point harness, a mm-hmm. proper four-point harness, right? Um, and actually secure it properly. You know, you know, don't bolt it to the floor. You I mean, holy cow, the- bud! We grew up standing up in the middle of the front seat. Well, here's what concerns me: this is 2023. We're we're doing a recall. It's 23 years old. Mm-hmm. In 23 years, there hasn't been an OEM or an American manufacturer that could build these airbag igniters. Well, there you go. Well, they are being, the igniters are built in Tennessee by a Chinese company. And when the NHTSA approached them recently, I think we did this on a show just a few weeks ago, they told them, no, we're not going to do it. So the NHTSA... They're not going to do the replacement bags? They're not going to do... No, they're not going to issue a recall. They were asking them to issue a recall on something that had to do with their igniters, and they refused to do it. Well, Stellantis has... Or the, you know, Mopar... Mm-hmm. Mopar <laughs> has, has urged owners of 276,000 other vehicles, older vehicles to get their airbags replaced. So once that car is out of warranty or doesn't have the original owner, yeah. who knows where this who stuff goes? Who knows? But this database, I don't think, is working out. I don't think so. But, you know, that, that's just, that's horrible. You got a 20-year-old <laughs> car and the airbag goes off and injures you, and you're, you're not in a wreck. Right. That does just... Now, what, what's, to, what's to make you believe that this 20-year-old airbag is going to go off if you're in a wreck? Right, because so many times you see the the wreck and the airbags didn't deploy. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's just it's just uh, befuddles me. Well, it's it's a lot of it has to do with government mandating. Well, how long are you supposed? To, you know, if you buy a toaster, how long are you supposed to expect the thing to last? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and. You have the right to go buy another toaster. I think you're, I'm right with you, and you should have the right to take that airbag out. Well, yeah, that's absolutely what I would do. Which is exactly when it would go off. Well, <laughs> sure. You try to get well. it out of there. <laughs> Come on, you little. <laughs> yeah, boom. <laughs> and, you're, and all of a sudden, you're tattooed to your seat, you know. <laughs> uh, we could maybe repurpose those as uh, defibrillators sometime, some type. You know, uh, yeah. If you want to, if you want to hang on to one, good mm-hmm. luck. I have set them off purposely. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, as a as a demonstration. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's like it's got some force, right? It, it would be like having a you know the biggest football player you can think of take a a uh, sheet of plywood and mm-hmm. smacking you in the face with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, do you know what a cannabis is? I know what cannabis is. I knew that. <laughs> But that's not what you're referring to. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, uh, according to this article, a CAN bus is the internal computer network that keeps everything in your car running. So it is connected to everything electrical. It's like like mission control. Mm -hmm. It's 
go, no go, you know, when it goes, when it doesn't go, when does it, you know, when do you booster up, when do you mm-hmm. retro rocket, when do you do all of that stuff? It's all controlled by this CAN bus. Right. Well, th- thieves have figured out a way to get into your CAN bus through the headlight or taillight wires. And I find that fascinating because it took me four hours to get a Volkswagen New Beetle headlight out. I'm saying that's what, what I'm thinking. See, when I said when I read be, this, I said, "Well, good luck yeah, getting a taillight or a headlight right, out of By the car. time you get done with that, who'd want to steal it? Hell, I'll just ride the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but the I guess if you specialize in a specific car and you figure mm. out a way to get it out quickly or get at the wires quickly or something. Right. Uh, but man, I mean, to get a tail light out of a car now, you don't do that from outside. No. You gotta do. You gotta. And you gotta have those special tools from that high-end to, tool guy that drives the big van. Yeah, to get you know, just to get, to some get of it the, out. Yeah, I, I don't know. No. But and they say that you can get into it, or the 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 thieves can now get into them, and we're hoping that uh, getting access to these data wires uh, yeah. becomes a little more hard to do. What I, what I want to do, it's kind of why I focus on purchasing vehicles that are least stolen. And <laughs> like, thought about that. All right. You go. <laughs> the least stolen. Yeah, well, the, the, they're hoping that the automakers will implement the most notably the zero trust approach, wherein every device, oh, even in the internal CAN yeah, bus, needs right. to be verified before any other communications Mm -hmm. you are familiar with this can bus stuff because i know when you put in convertible tops and things Mm -hmm. you have to take them to the dealer or you have to have the dealer come to you and code the switch or the part yes we've had to do that in the past now you're making the can bus happy right 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 and we've had several vehicles recently when we removed the headliner assembly and unplugged the wiring harness that is above the headliner assembly the vehicle would not start until we plugged everything back in so it is all interconnected isn't that crazy yeah because if you're halfway into the vehicle and it's the end of the day and you Mm -hmm. want to move it or something right now you got to put the whole thing back together so that you can even move the vehicle do you have those things you put under the tires and can jack the car up and go jacks yep. yeah oh yeah okay. yeah sure do yeah you know what else works furniture dollies yep <laughs> yep they sure do mm-hmm. and in a pinch you know well there there's places you can get them pretty reasonable and right jack the car up and put them on there mm-hmm. they, most of them will hold a thousand pounds yeah so hmm. there's your tip of the week very interesting Puzzled by maintaining your car, not the canvas system necessarily, uh, but Oakwood Tire and More can help you out with the hot weather AC service cooling systems. Service your battery. Remember I told the battery story last week. Mm-hmm. And electrical repairs, routine maintenance, not to mention tires for everything you drive or tow. And windshield wiper blades for all these pop-up showers we've been getting. I know Mike likes to use the, what's that stuff called? The magic stuff you dump on your window and it makes the the water oh yeah rain-ex. rain-ex. Yeah. yep yep he yep. likes using that stuff but uh 3120 atlanta highway or oakwoodtire.com and they you know they're great folks to know because once you get out of your car's warranty and stuff like that it's good to have trusted mechanics you can take your car to right. and have them uh, work on it for you mm-hmm. can i give a little shout out here bill for the New website that we have. Go for it. Go for it. I get to go for it. Okay. Right. Your show. What do I care? All right. 
Yeah, yeah you're just a producer. You know? I love yeah. your attitude. <clears throat> yeah. He does have an attitude, doesn't yeah, he? Doesn't. We now have a Bud's Garage Overdrive website. Okay. Uh, it launched last week. Mm-hmm. We're still tweaking a little bit. We have a Bud's Garage Overdrive Facebook page. Okay. Overdrive being our podcast that mm-hmm. we do. So you can check those out. We've got a lot of pictures on the, uh, on the Facebook page. Oh, really? Yeah. You go to Google and mm-hmm. say, you know, Bud's Garage Overdrive Facebook, and we got all these pictures of you and me and cars and all, oh, that, all that cool stuff. Another okay. place to keep up with us. If you miss any of this informative automotive buffoonery and you need a coloring book, mm-hmm. where are you going? Well, oh, to the muscle car. <laughs> Is this the, oh, the muscle car experts at year one who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to access WDUN, click the links and hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience. You threw me off there with the coloring book thing. They got a coloring book. They got a coloring book. Oh, yeah. man. You, you can relax with a coloring book. Sure. Try to stay within the lines. That's impossible. But this is it. The coloring book part number is YCB1. Mm. Year one coloring book. Oh, year one year, coloring. year coloring book one. It's mm. YCB1. Anyway. What, do you have the big Crayola pack? 64 I do do colors. I do not, but my grandkids do. I've got only so eight. So I don't have very many colors. <laughs> All right, that's that's good stuff. All right, folks, we've run ourselves out of time as we always do. Uh, try to catch the podcast on mm-hmm. Access WDUN or live stream or Bud's Garage Overdrive, which is the extended show with a guest. Um, and you can go to all your podcast sites for that. Remember to keep between the ditches, shiny side up. We will see you next week right here on North Georgia's News Talk AM 515 FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.